Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today, I'm really happy to have John Lee Dumas on the show. Now, John Lee Dumas is a young man. He's the founder and host of a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire, where seven days a week, he delivers inspirational stories by other successful entrepreneurs to the public. And it's just incredible what he's accomplished in the last five years. He's taken his podcast from zero to a multi-million dollar podcast. He's doing, he's done over 1500 interviews. And he's just a really cool, inspirational guy to, I think, many people like myself who are in the industry and, and trying to make a successful life online or podcast or whatever you might be trying to do online. And he became really interesting to me recently in the last few years where he has moved his life to Puerto Rico. And for me, doing Misfits and Rejects and continually interviewing these inspirational travelers and and expatriates and entrepreneurs I meet on the road, I thought it'd be cool to try to get him on. And, and he's somebody who gives back. So he was nice enough to give me 15 minutes of his time, which I was really thankful for. And we wrapped out and he just kind of gave me the secret secret recipe of his success, why he's made the decisions he's made to move to Puerto Rico and and how others can do it as well. You know, if you're trying to design a life for yourself, which is never easy, especially when you're trying to design one that is fulfilling all your hopes and dreams of whatever it may be, whether it's full of money, whether it's full of spiritual fulfillment, whether it's filled with a balance of everything, you know, designing that type of life is never easy. And he gives us a lot of good insights into how he's accomplished it and how we can take the things that he's done and apply it to our own lifestyle design. So I'm really happy to bring him on the show and we'll listen to the, uh, the talk. Like I said, it was only 15 minutes long, but it's a lot of really good information afterwards. I'll kind of summarize how I felt about it and the things that I think, you know, you guys should maybe consider and keep in mind. So with that said, I hope you enjoy. John Lee Dumas, welcome to Misfits and Rejects, my man. How are you today? I'm fired up to be here. And is it Chapin? Yes, sir. That's correct. It's Chapin. Nice. Yeah, brother. Well, thank you for coming on and taking the time. It's much appreciated, my man. I'd like to just jump right in with you because... You, my friend, have created a very beautiful life for yourself. You designed something spectacular for yourself in the last five years, and I hope you can take me and my audience through maybe the three key components to your success. I love it. Let's do it. So I know you have the Mastery Journal out, and you talk about discipline, productivity, and focus. Now, for a lot of us out there who feel like we have it um, but aren't maybe attaining the type of success that you've achieved, what could you say to us to maybe help us understand the type of discipline and productivity necessary to get to well, where let's you're at? Let's walk through that process because I think it's pretty important for people to make uh, for us to all make sure they're on the same page when it comes to what those words mean, like how I define those words, and you know maybe the listeners can kind of come up with how they define those words. They can kind of understand the best ways they can accomplish what they want to do. So, like looking at it for me when it comes to productivity. Like you can be as productive as anybody. You can be the most productive person in the world. But if you're producing the wrong content on a daily basis, 
it's not going to be any help. It's like getting in a car in Ohio and you want to drive to to the Atlantic Ocean. If you're driving west, you can be as productive as possible in that car with gas mileage and with the road you're taking, but you're never going to get to the Atlantic Ocean. It's not going to happen. Like you're just going in the wrong direction. So when it comes to productivity, one thing that I stress in the Mastery Journal is what are you producing on a daily basis that's actually moving you and your business and your life forward in the direction that you want it to go? So let's actually take a step back, think, which I know is a very hard concept for a lot of people this day and age because we're so busy. It's so hard to actually step back, take a deep breath, give yourself some space and some quietness and actually think and then say, hey, is this thing that I'm actually like just grinding on right now? Is this something that's is moving me in the right direction. So productivity, what are you producing that's moving you in the right direction? To me, that's a huge differentiator of just that word productivity. Right on. And I mean, you know, as far as lifestyle design goes, when you set out on this journey, was this always the end game for you? I mean, did you always have this type of success in mind? Was that always a goal of yours? You know, I will definitely say that success was a goal. I mean, it definitely was when I launched in 2012, but what that was going to look like, I didn't know. And I think one of the benefits of my mindset back then is that I was okay with that. Um, There's a quote that I love from Martin Luther King Jr. That is, you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step. And that was me. Like, I didn't know where this podcasting journey was going to take me. I didn't know what interviewing a success entrepreneur every single day was going to do for me. I just had faith that those were going to be really viable conversations for me and for anybody that wanted to listen and that the next step would be revealed when I took that initial step of launching the podcast. And that's just been the game. I mean, Chapin, you know, I I haven't come up with these ideas myself. I didn't come up with the idea for Paradise or for Webinar on Fire or for the Freedom Journal or for the Mastery Journal. You know, these ideas, you know, that have made me a multimillionaire – they came from my audience because I took that next step. The next step was then revealed to me by something else, by a listener, by a friend, by, by a mentor, whatever that might be. And, and that's okay. And that's the process that I've taken to get to where I am today. I see. I see. So yeah, it's one step in front of the other and then things kind of open themselves up to you. And if you're willing to take the next step, it's there for you. Yeah. And sometimes, hey, I can see the next three steps. And that's cool because it's been, you know, it's a little clearer of a day or a path right now. But then there's times that I can't. And I just have to have faith that just taking that next one step will reveal the path, which, by the way, might be the wrong path. But that's okay because at least now I've found that out. And then, so what? Do you just redirect yourself and try something new if you've found that the last year or two you've been spending on the wrong thing? Yeah. Because guess what? You've learned a lot. You've, educate yourself in some areas, you now know what doesn't work. So take that as a learning experience. Right on my man. Now, you know, from what little I do know about your your daily activities, I've read up on your internet saying that you're working pretty much like 12 hour days. And you know, misfits and rejects is about designing your life in the way that you want. And for a lot of people, it's taking themselves out of that type of, um, dare I say, workaholic attitude. But um, how do you feel right now? Are you still putting those kind of hours in? Not even close. It has been a long time since I've seen a 12-hour day. Um, I work hard. 
you know, and I typically am working at some capacity seven days a week because I love what I do. And so if I'm going to get up on a Saturday and, you know, I'm going to enjoy my day, but then I have some free time, like maybe I work on a project that has to do with the business and I'm totally fine with that. But, you know, I'm shutting, I'm shutting everything down by 4.30 p.m. every single day. Um, sometimes I don't even get cranking on, on the business until 9 or 10 o'clock because I'm focused on other things like exercise, health, nutrition, um, projects around the house. So, you know, I kind of take it as it is. Um, so it's been a long time since I put in a 12-hour day. Um, uh, the hours that I do work, I'm incredibly productive because I'm working on the right things. I'm, I'm working on things that I've actually put some thought into. You know, I'm actually being um, disciplined with a plan of action using things like the mastery journal to make sure that I'm on the right path. So that frankly, you know, the six eight hours that I'm working on a day, day-to-day basis, are more productive than anybody that's working 12 to 16 hours a day because they're spinning their wheels for 10 to 12 of those. Um, I'm crushing six, eight, whatever hours I'm working any given day for. Um, you know, I can work on a Sunday for two hours and do more than most people do in a week. That's actually moving my business forward because I know what I'm doing. I, I've actually thought about it. I love that, man. Maybe we can segue then into your recent life decision to move to Puerto Rico because, you know, I'm constantly interviewing expatriates and talking to my audience about, hey, if you're not happy with maybe the life you designed for yourself in the States, you know, there's other opportunities out there that you can, you can achieve. So what was the motivation to maybe move to Puerto Rico? Yeah, well, number one, you're not an expat when you move to Puerto Rico because Puerto Ricans are United States citizens. So you don't even need a passport to come here. So, I mean, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. Um, and believe me, I've thought about the expat life. I've been to Guatemala for four months. I've backpacked India. Like I've met a lot of expats and it's something I might do at a future time. But you know, Puerto Rico was a business move for me. It was saying, Hey, I'm working hard, you know, when I work, you know, whether it be six, eight, fill in the blank number of hours per day, whatever day it is. Um, and I'm making a lot of money now. How can I, and this kind of goes back to something that you were talking about earlier that you really try to focus on, you know, how do I maximize um, the amount of money that actually stays into my pocket. Well, mm-hmm. I can tell you it's not by paying Uncle Sam 51%, meaning federal government, the federal tax rate of 35%, California's uh, 13%, and then plus there's uh, all these little dinky things like property tax and 1.5% franchise tax on net profits, and it, it goes up, and it's insane, and it was 51%. And so I had my CPA look into some other opportunities, and Puerto Rico, being an American territory, has an amazing opportunity for American citizens to move to this wonderful island and establish a business and start paying 4% corporate tax total. There's no federal tax. There's no state tax. It's a flat 4% corporate tax rate. So I essentially am saving 47 cents of every dollar now that I make in Puerto Rico. I love this strategy, John. Good for you, man. Um, Thanks. As far as your adjustment, though, I mean, island life is different from being stateside. You know, how has that adjustment been for you? It can be if you choose it to be, but frankly, it's incredibly similar to me. I lived in San Diego, which is what I consider one of the best cities in the world, and I've been to a lot of cities. I love it. Um, And of course, there's hustle bustle there if you want it. But, you know, I was pretty secluded. Like, I had an amazing apartment on the ocean, and I was very content to spend 95% of my time in that apartment working 
exercising, enjoying life, you know, venturing out for walks on the beach, doing my thing, but not getting caught up in the whole like San Diego lifestyle. And I do pretty similar things down here in Puerto Rico. You know, I have a house that overlooks the Caribbean. I have a set of friends I'll be playing poker with this Friday and a dinner party on Sunday night. And, you know, we still do the, the, the activities, et cetera. But, you know, most of my time is spent um, when I'm working in my office, door closed, just focus and getting stuff done. Right on, my man. And not to go too personal with you, but, um, you know, I know it can be difficult for, you know, relationships at times to make big changes like that. How's Kate been adjusting to the whole move? Uh, it's been an adjustment for her. We've been here for a year now, so I'd say the adjustment's pretty much complete. But, you know, for her, she grew up in San Diego, parents a couple blocks away, sister, niece, nephew, you know, less than a mile away. So it was tough for her to, to really leave all of that behind and, um, and, and make that happen. But, you know, her, her parents were just out here for an entire month, <laughs> literally from April 2nd to May 2nd, they were living with us here. Um, and that was kind of one of the great things about moving to Puerto Rico is, you know, we bought a 5,200 square foot house with five bedrooms and six baths. So we can host for extended times. Like I've had my parents out here three times in the past year. And I was kind of joking with Kate the other day. I'm like, I spent more time with your parents in the last month because, again, they were living here um, than I sp- spent with them in the entire three years that I lived down the street from them. And sometimes that's just how things go. So it's interesting. Um, but, you know, to kind of maybe answer your question, it was, a, it was a difficult adjustment for Kate. And it'll always be something that, you know, she's going to struggle with, you know, being far from home. Of course. Because um, she really loves that part of the, the country and being close to family. But um, she's definitely found her happiness here. That's great, man. I'm really happy to hear that and, and happy for both of you as well. You know, as we kind of wind down, do you think that you could maybe summarize, you know, or give my audience some inspiration for them to maybe take that first leap out of their comfort zone? You know, they're sitting in in the car going to L.A. every day, 45 minutes, just wishing they could get out and do something different. Like, what could you tell them to maybe motivate them to take that first step? Listener. Every master was a disaster. Like, go back and listen to my first 100 episodes. I was horrible. Uh, Chape, you sound great, by the way. But, you know, I have to imagine if we go back to some of your early episodes, you know, you weren't a stud. I mean, it just it takes time to actually get good at something and to improve something. So every master was a disaster. So if you're thinking right now in your car as you go to this job that you hate, that you can't do X, Y, or Z because you're not good at X, Y, or Z, of course you're not good at it because you've never done it. Do you think Michael Jordan was good at basketball the first time he picked up a ball or Tiger Woods hit a hole in one the first time he swung that club? And the answer is, of course not. Like They had to become a master by practice, practice, practice. And they were a disaster for a long time until then. So, you know, get off of this mindset that like you have to be good at something before you start it because that means you'll never start anything ever because you'll never be good before you start something. And just go and just go. And, you know, that, that Chinese proverb will always ring true for me. If you want to be, do. I wanted to be a podcaster, so I had to flip in podcast, period. What is it that you want to do in this world or be in this world do that thing. And if you do it enough, you're going to get good. Beautifully said, my man. Now, is there anything you'd like to plug or you just want me to plug it for you when uh, we sign off? No, you know, we just have a lot of cool stuff for entrepreneurs at eofire.com. Um, completely free courses, whether it be if you want a podcast, webinars, goals course, a funnel course. We just want to create a lot of free, awesome content for entrepreneurs so they can just kind of start taking their journey in uh, you know, a very reasonable, methodical way. You're the man, John. Thank you for taking the time. One last quick question. Have you surfed while you're in Puerto Rico? 
No, I'm not a surfer. I tried to become one in San Diego, and I was not able to become one. So I've moved on to other uh, passions in life. Well, check it out, brother. I want to give you an open invitation to, for you and Kate to come to Nicaragua, and I will personally take you out and teach you how to surf and guarantee, now that might, guarantee that's you'll get That's probably what I need. That's yeah. probably what I need is someone like you, Chapin, actually out there with me and uh, making it happen. So I might take you up on that. Please do, my man. You're always welcome. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time, John. You have a good day. Take care, brother. Adios. So, wow, folks, I really hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Thank you, John, for taking the time. You know, that quote towards the end that just really gets me fired up is, you know, every master was a disaster. So even within this concept of lifestyle design, where we're trying to take control of our lives, take responsibility and design our lives in the way that we want, we're not going to be masters at it at the get-go. We're going to have to trip and fall and, and stumble and sidestep and work our way into a familiar sort of routine, lifestyle routine, daily routine that then can per- continue to perpetuate that whole dream that we have been chasing or that ideal life that we have always wanted. It's not easy. It's definitely something that I think is a learned skill. You know, and like John said, it's just going to take a lot of discipline, productivity, and focus and doing healthy things on a daily basis that's going to move the needle in the direction that we need it to go in order to accomplish the goals that we set for ourselves. So yes, we're going to get discouraged. And yes, sometimes we'll be on a path that might take us in a direction that's not ideal and not actually going to help us achieve the goals that we've set for ourselves. But like he said, that's fine. All you have to do is step back, think about it, recalibrate and continue on in a new direction. You know, you've, you've learned a lot like myself, even, you know, I'm, I've been at this now a few years and, you know, I started with the idea of surf progression techniques would be, you know, my first online business where I did surf consulting for individuals who wanted to progress at a faster rate. And, you know, I'm almost two and a half years into it and realizing that there's not a huge market for this. And that's fine because I also kind of subconsciously knew that this would be the only thing that held my attention long enough in order to acquire this skill set necessary to continue on and start new and other online businesses. For example, Misfits and Rejects. Misfits and Rejects was never an original idea to become a podcast. It was it was a hope and a dream that I once had to maybe write a screenplay about all these cool characters that I had met on the road traveling that inspired me, or maybe even write a book. And what I realized through trial and error was that was never going to happen. And the podcast thing that kind of came into my life and opened my, my eyes to the possibility that I had all the equipment, I had the microphone, the computer, the recording devices in order to po- provide this what I thought was valuable content to servers out there in order to help them progress faster through my YouTube channel and my website, Surf Progression Techniques. And then I realized, well, I could also create a podcast using the same equipment, take my original idea for Misfits and Rejects, and just instead of me creating fictional stories about characters that I had met, I could literally put the microphone in front of these characters that I meet along the way that just inspire the heck out of me and maybe capture stories that could inspire others as well. And then boom, Misfits and Rejects is born. Maybe a year and a half after I first had my idea for serve progression techniques. And so like John said, it's it's just starting, taking that first step, not even knowing exactly where it's going to lead, but taking that first step and starting. And then the next step will appear and show itself. 
just like in the example I gave, you know, serve progression techniques was my original thought. Now I'm moving towards misfits and rejects. I'm trying to juggle both, but I can see in the future that, you know, one of them will probably have to take the back seat because the other one will become more of a viable option for me and something that maybe I want to do more of. And right now I'm happy with both, but the reality is that one of them will probably have to take the back seat to the other here pretty soon. So with all that said, you know, folks, time to take that step, design that life that you've always dreamed of. It's not easy. It's hard. There's going to be a lot of moments where you think that you can't do it. There's going to be a lot of days where you have way too many things that you have to do just to survive. And you feel like you can't spend that extra few hours on your side project, on your side business. That's going to help you get out of the situation that you're unhappy in. But we all go through it. We all can get through it and we all can get to where we want to go. It's just putting one foot in front of the other, staying open to all the doors that are going to become open to us in the future. As long as we keep moving forward with the discipline, productivity, and focus that John talks about. I hope you enjoy the show as much. I'm looking forward to interviewing many more people in the future like John as Misfits and Rejects continues to grow. But for now, folks, much love to you. I wish you all the best and stay tuned for the coming episodes. Adios. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspire you to think about your life situation where you're at and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.